0: Hello again and welcome back to Our Foundations. My name is Joshua and today is our shorter update episode with a little bit of extra content with it and we are going to be talking about not only the updates for the podcast and where we are and where we're going, but also a little bit about how educated opinions are formed and discussed. This is a precursor to an episode we are doing in a few weeks on divisive politics and the different debates and arguments that are going on in the political realm today. Because that is fairly controversial When we talk about things like gun control and abortion and vaccinations and things like this, those are things that get temperatures running hot and people get a little worked up and are very emotional. So I want to preface that with this short discussion on educated opinions and formal discussion and those types of things. So first, we need to separate the difference between perspectives and value judgments. So when we're talking about perspectives, and I do this a lot on the podcast, I try to give basically a way to view something, an idea, a concept, whatever, and that is a perspective. I give a perspective on socialism, on communism, on just everything, on hard money versus fiat money, all these different things. I give perspectives on those, and just because I talk about a perspective on fiat money, that doesn't necessarily mean that that is my personal perspective. That is just a perspective that some people have. I try to defend all things. You have noticed that I actually did defend communism and monarchy, which you don't see done very often. I actually do try to give the anti-opinion to democracy, which again is not fairly common. And these are not necessarily my opinions, although some of them are, but these are legitimate perspectives. The other side of that is a value judgment, and that would be more of a moral decision about something. So if I say that socialism produces distortions in the market and in the economy that end up producing less efficiency and effectiveness and value calculation abilities, then that would be a perspective that is just a statement that talks about certain things. It may be true, it may be not, but it is a perspective. If I were to say socialism is bad or socialism is immoral, That is a value judgment. That is different. That is me forming a specific moral decision about socialism. And so there's a difference here. I try to stick more towards perspectives and stay away from value judgments in general, but I'd still do make some value judgments. I just want to make sure that that is clear, that there is a difference there. Just because I talk about something doesn't necessarily mean it's my opinion. I love to play devil's advocate and so that happens a lot, and I am not always a devil's advocate, so there is a difference. Another thing is the difference between ideas and beliefs. It's the same same idea here, where you have ideas. They're concepts and theories and possibilities. They can be fiction. These are all just ideas. Now, on the other side, you have beliefs, and that would be a personal view on the truth, and so these are very different. You may believe that the Bible is true and God exists, or you may believe that communism is evil, or you may believe that ruling over other people is immoral. Well, those are all beliefs, and those are different than ideas. And again, I try to focus on ideas, the concepts, the theories, the philosophies, the ideologies, things like this, and give that from more of a perspective view than create value judgments and discuss my personal beliefs, because again, those are two different things. The final thing I'll mention here would be that you have emotion versus logic, and this is the problem, a big problem at least, in society today, that most people focus on the emotional arguments, because it's all about how people feel and if people are offended and if you hurt someone's feelings and things like this. That is emotional. Logical would be more of a classic view on discussion and debate where you have two sides and you bring up the opinions on one side and then they are countered by the views on the other side and then those are countered and they're countered back and forth but they are done so respectfully and both parties are actually listening and trying to engage with the ideas and concepts and perspectives of the other person. And that is more of a logical and rational discussion that is very different than most of the battles over Twitter that you see nowadays and many news stories that come out on a daily basis that are very focused on people who were offended or did something they weren't supposed to from a moral perspective because it's wrong to say this about somebody or whatever the case may be there is a difference between the logical approach and the emotional approach. So, basically, I believe that we need to use objective views of a subject in order to form subjective opinions on a subject. It is just not intellectually honest to create a belief or have an emotional reaction to or state of value judgment on something. If you have not actually looked at the issue itself objectively and participated in that more logical and rational assessment, whether it be through debate and discussion or research and reading or ideally all of these, it is just not, again, intellectually honest is the best phrase I can think of to describe this, to just think about something, then you have an automatic emotional reaction and you spit that out as your belief. And then anybody who disagrees with that belief, of course, is probably going to be wrong in your opinion, and you will probably attack them, or at least just discount whatever they say, because it doesn't match up with what you believe, because it's counterintuitive to the first response you had when you looked at the situation. And so that's what I'm trying to do on this podcast, is to focus on the objective view of these different subjects that are at the core of our society in order for you to be able to create subjective opinions on these concepts. Some people may be more on the collective side of what's best for society, and some people may be on the more individualistic side of what's best for society. I am personally more on the individualistic side and on the libertarian perspective, so to say, versus the statist perspective, but there very well might be people that are more on the statist side of the argument. And either way, both sides need to look at all these different issues and all these different aspects, look at them objectively, actually do some research and some critical thinking. Hopefully you're doing more research than just listening to this podcast, but at least this is a start and this is an aspect of that. And you do all this in order to form your subjective opinions. If you don't, then how in the world are you going to withstand criticism and debate against your beliefs if you really don't have anything solid to back it up? I've seen this many times with debates between Christians and atheists, and this gets really interesting because, of course, if someone is a Christian, then they are a strong believer that the Bible is true and the Bible is real and God exists, and all these things. However, I have seen times when an atheist is debating a Christian and basically just disproves everything the Christian believes and shows different contradictions in the Bible and shows different fallacies with the belief system and all kinds of things like that, and the Christian basically has no argument other than to say, well, I believe it, so it's true. Or it's true for me, it may not be for you, that's what's being taught in schools nowadays, uh, relative morality and relative truth, but we're not getting into that here, I don't think. But the point is that that Christian is not able to defend his views, he's not able to back them up, he's not able to have a solid argument for what they believe and that can sometimes lead to that Christian losing faith and falling away from that religion, and that's understandable. However, typically in these debates, I hear what the atheist says and hear the apparent contradictions that he poses, and I'm thinking to myself, well, that's not actually a contradiction. If you look here and here and here, it actually explains what the context is. Or... That's not really a fallacy because blah, 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 or just because the church did X, Y, Z doesn't mean that that's what the Bible says, because the Bible says something that's actually very different. And I recognize this stuff, and I know this stuff because I have done research on these different areas, but that Christian that's involved in the debate has not, and therefore they're not able to back up their beliefs, and they may lose their beliefs. And it's the same thing on the atheist side of the argument. There are times when I have seen these debates against a Christian and an atheist, and the Christian is presenting these concepts of things like intelligent design and the historical accuracy of the biblical account and things like this, and the atheist atheist really has nothing to contradict it. They may say, well, but look at what the church has done here, or look at what this Christian believes, or whatever. They have arguments that they try to bring up, but nothing very substantial to back up their beliefs that the Bible is inaccurate and that God does not exist. However, again, I am looking at this debate, and I'm like, well, obviously you could point out this issue, or you could point out that issue, or you could give that theory as a response, and that would be a valid argument, but they don't know that because, again, they haven't really done the research, they haven't looked at the issue objectively, And so they just have their beliefs, they're very dogmatic about it, and they fight tooth and nail for it. So again, the goal here is that we look at these things objectively, and we do some research here so that we can form opinions that we can back up, that we can defend. We know what the arguments against us are, and we know what our arguments against those arguments are. And so the only way to do that is to look at all the arguments and all the issues and to ask questions and to discuss these things and to debate these things, even if we're just debating it ourselves. So if I'm looking at the communist philosophy and I read the Communist Manifesto and that sounds like a really good idea... Well, I can't just read the Communist Manifesto and stop. I can't even just read other communist literature and stop because I'm going to get demolished if I come across someone like a Murray Rothbard or one of the very well-versed and educated people from the opposite opinion. However, if I were to read the Communist Manifesto and some other communist literature and then also read some libertarian literature and Keynesian economics and Austrian economics and start branching out and find out, well, what are the arguments against communism? And then look at that side of the argument, do some research there. And then what are some other arguments against this idea that I believe and do some research into that? Then you can actually know what the arguments are against your belief system, you can truly assess your belief system and see if it actually is valid, and you can have a very solid belief in what you believe, and you can back that up. This does not exist very much in society today, unfortunately, and that's what we would like to change. Ideally, you're going to be willing to have your mind changed by facts and arguments, However, you should not be easily swayed by anything. If you have a belief and you believe it to be true, but you start doing research and it starts to bring into question what you believe, and it's raising up some really good points. Well, that means you should look further into it. That does not mean you should cancel out all your beliefs because this other argument sounds good. All the arguments are going to sound good if they are presented well and well-researched. And that's the whole point. You have to look at all of them and then assess your opinion and reassess your belief system. And that is how you should form your belief system to begin with. So why I preface this is, again, because we are going to be talking about some very controversial topics in the next episode, and I'm going to try to present both sides of the argument and then also present kind of the hidden aspects that people are kind of ignoring and not really looking at so we're going to talk about this i'm going to move fairly quickly through all of them because you know there's so many controversial topics and i just want to state ahead of time that i am not talking about my personal beliefs this is not about party politics the whole point is to just show the different sides and get people to think about the issues if you are intrigued by something do some research yourself But do some honest research and actually look into all of the aspects that are involved in a certain debate or discussion or idea or ideology. And that's what, hopefully, you will be inspired to do after listening to our next episode. Now, to move on to updates with the podcast, I am releasing another episode on the Patreon page, and that's patreon.com slash foundations. And we're doing a series right now on there about the argument against government. And so we've done a moral argument against government. Then we're going to talk about the practicality of government in general. And that's the episode that is going to be released probably this evening at the same time as this update. And then we are going to do an episode on, well, what is a moral and practical and effective and efficient way to structure a government like is that even possible because the conclusions we're coming to on the morality and then the practicality of government is that our current systems are not they're not very moral and they're not very practical and so where does that lead us we are going to do an episode on anarcho-capitalism in the future and that is they view that you should not have a government at all and you should have a stateless society with free and open markets and that kind of thing And we will do an episode on that that is a very interesting concept, and there's a lot to it. However, in this series, I am trying to find a way to have a government because most people believe that we need government, we have to have it, they want a government to control the wrongs in society and that kind of thing. So we are going to try to see if there is a way to have a government that does not have the same conflicts with morality and practicality and efficiency and effectiveness that our current government system does. So it's interesting. We will get there in this main feed for the podcast. Eventually, it may take a little while, but um, right now they are available on Patreon exclusively. The next thing is that I added a book list on the website. So if you go to the website, click on the left tab, and under, I think, resources, I have different podcasts I've listened to, and I had a big list of authors that I have read that have influenced all the information I bring in this podcast. We we'll I also added a book list of the books that I have personally read in these subjects and roughly in the order that I read them. And this is at least as much as I can remember. I've read more books than this, and some of them might be slightly out of order. But as far as I can recall over the past few years, this is the list that has kind of led me to the beliefs and the information that I have now. And those are books on education, on money and monetary policy and history and just all this kind of stuff, government, lots of politics and Austrian economics and whatever, I listed these specific books there because I realized that if you just see a list of authors, you may want a specific book by a certain author. So if I listed Murray Rothbard, well, Murray Rothbard has you know dozens of books out there. Which one should I read? Well, at least I can give an example of the ones that I read, and that might give you some ideas of ones that I think are good, that I enjoyed, that gave me good information. So you can add that to your list if you want something more specific. The coming episodes prior to us getting to this divisive politics episode will be wrapping up the more historical viewpoints on things. We are going to do Keynesian versus Austrian economics, which will be our very next episode. And I'm very looking forward to that. That's going to be a very good one. I'm actually reading a book currently I'm almost done with on Keynes versus Hayek and that battle and debate that was going on around World War I and shortly after and it's it should be very interesting. Then we're going to do one on kind of the Founding Fathers, the Constitution, the beginning of America, and what those ideologies were, how that played out, what the Founding Fathers truly believed and what their actual idea for the country was. And for a hint, it's not what we have today. It's very far from it. But we're going to do these two episodes that kind of finish up our background information. Then we'll get into the divisive politics, and we're going to be in the present, where we talk about the state of our government and society and all these things. So we'll do one on the state of politics with the divisive politics and talk about those issues. We'll do one on the state of... Monetary policy and what's going on with the dollar and markets and the economy and those kinds of things currently. And then we'll do one on the current issues with education and what's going on in the education system today. And then after that, we'll do, again, kind of more of a themes episode, then another case study, and then our next series after that will be all about the alternatives that are also going on today. So while we talk about what's going on in the current system today, to begin with, with our next trifecta of episodes, after we do Keynesian and Austrian economics and the Constitution, we'll do this trifecta of episodes about the current state of everything going on. And then we'll do the alternatives where we talk about things like cryptocurrencies and alternative education models and blockchain technology and all these kinds of things. It should be very fun to look into those as well. So continue to listen. I hope you're enjoying it. Remember, you can email me anytime you like, and I can try to address specific questions, specific debates, specific issues that you have, whether it be directly between you and I, or I bring it up on the episode, or I do a specific episode on it. So feel free to email me. It is com. And then we also have all the other links and stuff in the show notes. You can look there for the Patreon page, the website, the, I don't know, email address, Twitter account. We've got it all. So feel free to look at that, look at the different information, and come back next time as we finish up our study of the past and ideas that have brought us to here and we get on into the present and what's going on now so i hope you enjoy thank you for listening very much thank you for all your support for the ratings and the reviews and those who have subscribed and donated on patreon thank you very much it is very appreciated that's all for today i'm out peace thank you for listening goodbye